Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, we are live in Cottleville at the Knights of Columbus Hall, and it is jam-packed. Thank you for everyone who has stopped by the table and said hello. There were a couple of people that said Jane was their favorite Democrat, maybe the only <laughs> Democrat that they like, and we appreciate that. Sue and Fred and Abby, the whole gang out here. we got to give a shout-out to um, Kevin Lowe's and the Archdiocese and the Knights Amen. of Columbus because they are just rocking it out out here. There's a big crowd, probably even a little bigger than... There would be because uh, the crowd was, they had the fish fry last week here, but it was half the Bad size weather. just because yeah. of the weather. And along those lines, we will be uh, back in Chesterfield next week at Incarnate Word because we had a cancel last Friday. Former State Senator Bob Onder, who's running for Congress, is going to swing by. But we have another political type, one of our friends of the roundtable. State Senator Nick Shore is with us with the family. Brought the kids yeah. along today. How are you, Nick? I am excellent. Thank you for uh, having me on with both of my Little blonde Viking twins in tow. Oh, I wish They're I would have had. You know, I'm going to bring you. Alexa to one of these. She came to O'Fallon last year, yeah. I think, and had yeah. fun. But there were also puppies at that one. Remember, Nick? There, there were puppies were. outside. I'm puppies glad they weren't works. with us. Yeah, no kidding. But we'll have to see if we can get the girls together. Because you, my, my little girl turns nine in two weeks, and your yeah. daughter is that age. Well, let's, um, let's talk about some of the fun stuff in Jefferson City. Now, I addressed the issue of we might the... Need, we may, might need some of that beer for that. I though. know, right? Right. The, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I swear to God, I don't people get it. They don't understand it. But on the IP reform, on yep. the initiative petition reform, that moved this week, right? It, yes. it finally is going to go to the House, and it looks like something's going to happen. But again, if that does pass, and this is not something the governor has to sign. Yeah. If it passes the House, it goes to the ballot, right? Correct. Directly to the people. So explain a little bit more about that. So in, I listened to... Um, the, the discussion earlier on the roundtable, and this has been around for several years. And I know the biggest issue right now is the uh, the abortion that they're trying to enact into the ballot, uh, into our Constitution. So, yeah, that is part of it, but this has been around for many years. We've been sick and tired as Republicans of how easy it is. You've got bingo, you've got marijuana, and I know we we supported the marijuana initiative, but we wanted to do it statutorily. Right. Um, so, with all of that being said, we had the, the ballot initiative move going to uh, into the Senate, which would allow for voters to have a say in strengthening the ability of, uh, of Missourians to have, a, you know, to, to prevent these out-of-state billionaires from accessing our ballot without ever stepping foot in the state of Missouri and changing our constitution. There were some provisions in there, again, that have been around for many years, the non-citizen voting. When you look at our constitution, similar to Virginia, D.C., California, Boston, these are areas that have allowed for uh, illegal immigrants to vote, but they have provisions in their constitution, too, similar to ours, that say all citizens can vote. All citizens have the right to vote, but not only citizens. So that was a provision that uh, Republican Mike Searpoy stood up and said, no, 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 we don't need that protection, despite the fact that uh, Montpelier, D.C., Boston, Los Angeles, New York have all allowed for illegal immigrants to vote. Thousands upon thousands of them. Uh, so they stripped that out but, of... But it's not legal to do that in Missouri anyway. Nope. Not yet. And you, okay. have, and you have a statute as well, not just a constitutional provision, but there's a statute that says only United States citizens are qualified to vote. And that's how it was in, in Vermont and all those other states as well. I don't see well. Missourians ever Wait, being... Wait, Vermont's still a state? <laughs> Unfortunately. So th th there was another provision in there as well. You heard all the, the talk in 2016 about uh, Russian influence in our elections. 
there was a provision which would uh, stop any ability for uh, foreign governments to to pay for people to put things on the ballot for uh, to interfere in our elections. These that, were amendments that were attached to the IP reform, right? Correct. That, right. That, yeah. So now it, it goes over to the House. Uh, talk to. The, the Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker, he's indicated that he wants those provisions back in there, so we might have a, a standoff, so to speak, and either when it comes back over, we've talked to some of the Republicans that supported stripping that out initially. They said, look, if it comes back over in the House, then we'll support it. Uh, so this might be something where we have another standoff, another filibuster later in session, but the ball keeps rolling. But then what is your best guess as far as when that would get on a ballot? Because voters, in order for this to all kick in, voters still have to approve that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, unfortunately, this would probably have to go on in August. The, the reason I say that, if you want it to be applicable to anything past thereafter, November wouldn't be the one. If, if you're trying to challenge and trying to... Uh, stop this this uh, abortion on demand, as they say, going into effect in November, this would have to be passed in August. The only only problem there is in other other years where a presidential primary is occurring in August, I would say, yeah, that might be good. You're going to have the Trump crowd out then. We're not doing a presidential primary this year. We've got the caucus. So yep. I don't think you're going to have a lot low of... Low turnout. Yeah, you're going to have very low turnout. You have the governor race, the Republican you do. You do. governor race. So Jean, Jean Evans was on the panel. You probably heard her. She, she predicted, and I don't know what the polling shows on this. Jane, I want you to weigh in too. But she, she had anticipated that maybe that wouldn't pass. You know, So you guys do this effort. You get it on the ballot. Do you think it will pass? So I think as it stands right now, uh, it, it's going to be hard as it stands without the additional provisions. Look. Why do you think clean Missouri? Why do you think there were provisions in there on ethics reform when they really wanted to, to ballot change? Ballot candy. Well, and that's what they, they everybody calls a ballot it. candy. Uh, they did it with all of the other uh, init initiatives that have been out there. And it, in order to get people to actually look at this and say, yeah, I don't want non-citizens to vote. I don't, I, I don't want any illegal immigrants to vote, whether it's now or in the future. I don't want Russia, China, any foreign government to interfere in our elections. Those are things that actually bring people when they're reading this quickly. Now, not everybody is paying attention like we are to this political game. So when they read it very briefly, just like with Clean Missouri, they're going to be attracted to some of those things that they definitely want changed as long as it fits pursuant to what the Supreme Court did in Clean Missouri and saying as long as it's on the same topic, it can fit in there. And I know we're getting in the weeds here, but I think that's the only way that a provision like this up against, as of right now, what, $5 million has, has come in from out-of-state billionaires to try and, and pass this uh, abortion initiative but, through. But the bottom line is you could go through all this work, you go back and forth, you got filibusters, you change, you add amendments, you do that, you get to the ballot, fails. It yeah, and I, mean, I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't because we have bingo. The game bingo is in our Constitution. Marijuana is in our Constitution. Riverboat gaming. Yeah, riverboat gaming. A lot of these things that should not be in our Constitution. Statutorily, yeah, let's do it. And that's where I think you have... Uh, no attempt by Republicans to change the the, the ability for anybody okay. to change let, our statutes. Let, let's talk about because this this let me apply this to uh, something that's important to many people, including me, sports wagering. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I've look, I've I've covered Missouri politics since the mid '80s. I've been around for a long time, and I've long, even going back to the days, been long a critic of the initiative petition process because it's so easy to you know fit, right. change the constitution. So I'm on board with all of that. However. Right. Here's, the, here's the problem. When you guys, not just you, Nick, but when there is an inability to get things done, and I'll use sports wagering as an example. We've been fighting about this. I think the people of Missouri would vote for that, right? So well, the polling is, is yeah. I was going to say the, po the polling on, on that is very low. Uh, yeah. Is it really? Yes. 40, oh, yeah. It's like 43, 38 right now. Well, I, I, think talking to the, I think it would pass. I really do. You're talking to the, the legislator that got to 
the floor and actually got up for a vote. The only time it's ever been for a vote, sports betting and the VLTs. There's been a standoff. Because where, of the illegal machines. Right, right. And they're everywhere. I mean, come through St. Charles County, St. Louis County, St. Louis City. You go to a gas station, you're going to have these computers everywhere. It's amazing. But And, and think about the, the, the money that's associated with that, that we could take that revenue and offset and get rid of personal property tax, right, real estate right. tax. That's my big plan. And that's where I was able to actually get this to a vote for the first time. We're going to try it again if it comes up. I, I, I hate the standoffs. Look, just take it for a vote. If, if you pass, you pass. If you don't, you don't. But when it comes to the ballot, the polling on that alone, I think uh, outside... It'd be better coming out of the legislature than it would, it would be, be, it would be. going See, to that, a vote. That surprises me that the polling yeah. would be soft on that. But maybe, I mean, it's before any kind of campaign takes place. Well, that's true. And there are a lot of, you know, I, I think moneyed interests that would support the sports it. Right is, it is it an anti-gambling sentiment with the yeah. polling? Yes. And that's what and I think. And the lies. I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, we're going to do gaming, more gambling, and it should go to education. And people feel like it doesn't really, right. Well, yeah, you that goes back to the lottery stuff from right. the 80s. Yeah. It goes back to the lottery. Exactly. Now, let's talk about what I care about. Police. Police. Yeah, like, I think more people care about that than all this other stuff, so I'm say, glad you brought yes. that up, Gene. Yes, police. So well, we were, Nick we were has at been, the thing last night. Yes, you were. And they had a, uh, 97.1 had a, um, a great, you know, like, what is it, a town hall. It was the Freedom Principle. Yeah. Uh, Freedom Principle, I think, originated out of Citizens uh, St. Louis. Yep. There were about 100 citizens from St. Louis there at the police hall. Nice. Bipartisan. Yeah, it was bipartisan. bipartisan we had Steve Butts, Donna Behringer. Yes. Members of the roundtable were there. We had uh, Justin Sparks. Uh, He's a county, former county police officer. Andrew Koenig was there. So, yeah, I, it was a great turnout. There were questions from Republicans, Democrats in the crowd. But the, the entire sentiment was something needs to, to be, be done. done. Yeah. Yep. And so, I mean, you know, I think we have the votes. It's a matter of getting well, through let, the let's Senate. Be, let's be very clear on this because now I don't want to lose the listeners here. We're talking about state control, right? right? Well, citizen we call, board control. We call it citizen citizen board. board control, So what right. happens is, and that it just takes it back to where it was. In 2013, Rex um went to the ballot to get a statutory change in statewide they voted to have the the police go back to the control of the mayor under now, under a presumption though that under certain rules yes. right but let, let's also point out just add this a lot of us supported that because yes. and I, I supported it, right? Yes. Regretfully, I think, at yes. this yes. point. So I there were a lot of people, I think, that have flipped on that issue. Well, the Democrats at the time were totally different than the Democrats of today. The mayor at the time, I, and I talked to uh, Steve Butts about this last night. He said, did you ever think when that was going to the ballot any time in the near future that a Democrat it, or, or any politician would run on defunding the police and, right. no. and then win? Right. No one no. ever right. dreamed of that. No. And it's funny because the all the provisions relating to citizen board control are still in statutes because it was always anticipated that this would be an experiment. And we've had it for 10 years and all the, all the promises were broken. The budget has exploded, but we have less policing. We've lost 520 police officers since 2021. Tens of millions of dollars have been defunded yes. from oh. patrol. Yes. And when we went down to see Jordan Peterson uh, on Valentine's Day, I was telling Jane about this. This is uh, 24 hours after uh, a mom and her daughter were mowed down yep. right after yep. a Drake concert. And, and we saw, sitting at stoplights, getting ready to go to the steeple, cars just flying through the stoplights. Right. I mean, it's unsafe no for tourists. No right. regard. And you know why that is? Because there's no deterrent effect. When Correct. you study criminology and criminal justice, the, the broken windows theory, when you let these minor little crimes go by, they just start steamrolling because the criminals think that they can get away with anything. Okay, so status of that right now in the legislature is what? So it, it's going on the calendar in both the House and the Senate. 
I, I believe we've got a bipartisan coalition ready to support yes. this in the House and the Senate. Unfortunately, and look, this is this is part of the legislature. You have the the strongest filibuster I think in America in the Missouri Senate, and you have one senator, Carla May, that has said, "Nah, I'm, I'm not going to let this pass. These are my police." Well, look, if we if we go any longer, we've already lost fi lost 500 plus. We've got 300 openings, uh. not counting the 100 that Tashara got rid of. If we go any longer, there will be no police. If there's another Mike Brown incident in Ferguson, there will be no city. And unfortunately, this used to be the shining gem of the Midwest. Uh, what, 900,000 in population just several years ago? Now we're under okay, 290. But explain why, because again, process here is not something that most people are familiar with. So right. when you said, we've seen this with Denny Hoskins on, on the Republican side with, with stopping some legislation. How is Carla May that powerful that she can stop this? So with, with the filibuster, I could stand up, and, and I did several weeks ago when there was a uh, stopgap measure and nothing was moving. And I stood up to try to move things along. Carla May or anyone could stand up and say, I don't like whatever bill this is, so I'm going to talk forever. And if I have a coalition of people, it makes it a little bit easier because after because they four can hours. Trade spots up right, there, right. What did, by the hours, way, what did you do? What do people do during these? Do they read from books or what the hell are you doing? Sometimes they do. Yeah, or they just talk. What did you do? I mean, uh, well, I, uh, we, we had just watched Napoleon that night, the new movie. And uh, we were talking about another member, uh, their chief of staff thought it was Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> so then we started talking about quotes from Napoleon Dynamite. Right. I was reading it, uh, the Irish, uh, Irish Immortal. It was about an Irish man came over here, helped with uh, our government as well. So arguably mu much more interesting than what usually happens in oh, the legislature. Much. Okay, thank you. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. I, and I'm here's not what people also need to know. One, there's 271 police officers that are eligible to retire right this minute. They could walk out the door now. And then we also have the, the earnings tax lawsuit that the city's going to lose. They're going yeah, to lose. Yeah, they're going to lose that. That's going to be $50 million. And you have the, the, the chair of the board is saying that all of that money it's is coming. going to be taken away from law enforcement. Yes. So I mean, a, a problem that's already a dumpster fire, gasoline will get poured onto mm. it. And, and essentially what this bill would do for those that are listening, uh, I know Tony Messenger in the Post Disgrace like to say that this is state control, that this old white guy, Mike Parsons, going to have his old white cronies taking over. No, citizen board control means taking the politics out of it yes. and appointing citizen leaders Thank from the city you. of St. Louis. Including the mayor. The mayor's best. on the board. The mayor would be on the board as well. And that's the way it was. And we didn't have all these problems. And, well, and look, no look what happened in the 90s. When crime was spiking, when drugs were spiking, how did we react? With the citizen board control back then, we were able to address it by getting saturating the streets with yep. trained police officers in a, in a uh, community policing fashion. And guess what happened? Crime went down. Do, do you have to live in the city to be on that board? Yes, you, you do. do. You have to you be have a to resident be. of the city of St. Louis. Sue Thomas, oh. I nominate you. Yes. I, I wanted motion. to take a spot, but I'm going to nominate you since I don't All live right. in the city. Yeah, I was going to nominate Delaney and Quinn over here, but I don't think they're old enough, nor are they members or uh, citizens of St. Louis City. Yeah, well, keep so. us posted on that. State Senator Nick Schwartz, awesome to see you. Thank, Thank you. you for coming Thank by you for with your the help. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Family, yeah, enjoy the fish, and uh, we'll see you soon on the roundtable. Thank you, Keep us posted on everything. We'll take a break. Former State Senator Bob Andre is running for Congress. He stopped by out here in Cottleville. We're at the Knights of Columbus Hall here until 6 o'clock. The fish fry goes beyond that. Come and see us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.